thing. I got nerves now. I don't know if I want to do this. I got to hit the play on the thing before I can see the lyrics, so give me one second. Fall is here, hear the yell, and back to school and ring the bell. Brand new shoes, now walk in blues, climb the fence, books and pens. I can tell that we are gonna be friends. I can tell that we are gonna be friends. Walk with me, Susie Lee, and through the park and by the trees. We will rest upon the ground and look at all the bugs we found. Safely walk to school without a sound. Safely walk to school without a sound. Here we are, no one else. We've walked to school all by ourselves. There's dirt on our uniforms from chasing all the ants and worms. I can tell that we are gonna be friends. Numbers, letters, learn to spell Nouns and books and show and tell Playtime, we will throw the ball Back to class, through the hall Teacher marks up hide against the wall Teacher marks up hide against the wall We don't notice any time pass We don't notice anything Teacher side by side in every class. Teacher thinks that I sound funny, but she likes the way you sing. And I don't dream of while in bed with silly thoughts going through my head about the bugs and alphabet. And when I wake tomorrow, I'll bet that we will walk together again. I can tell that we are gonna be friends. I can tell that we are gonna be friends. It's lunchtime and the Brooklyn Cafe is open for business. Live from the Amp Media Studios, Dawn and Freddie Yes and their team are ready to serve up a huge portion of fun for lunch with friends and neighbors. So let's break open that lunch pail and unwrap that sandwich you brought and take a front row seat in the Brooklyn Cafe and get ready to enjoy some humor and hot topics. It's time to get a healthy serving of hope and happiness to help your day go by with a smile. Your host, Dawn and Freddie S., are ready to talk about food, health, dating, or just plain dream making. If you have a story to share, movie review, restaurant critique, or just a coincidental thing that happened to you, call in toll-free 888-994-4995, Studio A, right now. Sit back and enjoy your lunch break at the Brooklyn Cafe. Here are your hosts, Dawn and Freddie S., Welcome, welcome, welcome to Brooklyn Cafe. That was the music of Josh, my favorite Martian. He's missing his soul brother. Who's he missing? Saxton. Oh, please. You know. That's why I didn't sound good. When you don't have your blankie, your wubby next to you, you, you miss your little soul brother. Oh, that's you what you want. Sound. You want to be known as he's your soul whoopee. brother. He's your whoopie. Your whoopie. How you doing? Happy Tuesday? Only Tuesday. Happy Tuesday. Still, still not a grandpa. Still not a girl. Well, your Still grandpa, waiting. you just don't have a little girl yet. 
And they're sending me all these pictures. Jojo, thank you very much. Sending me these pictures. I sent you a copy of what she sent me. Oh, is that what that was? Yeah. You don't communicate very well. I sent it to you. And I'm supposed to take that in what context? I thought, you know what it's I thought that meant? It's an old man in a wheelchair. Here's what I thought that meant. You were waiting for me to get on set because you were here and I wasn't. You need to communicate clearer. What? Like there needs to be a context when you send things. You know not what this means? <laughs> not just a picture without a context. So I just saw it and I thought, I'm not that late to get on wow. set. I'm right this here. I tell you the baby's coming and you thought something else. I mean, well, I don't, I don't get you. Well, the baby what? coming. Well, but here I am. It's 8 o'clock this morning. I'm at the Lynn Women's Center. I'm getting my mammogram and ultrasound. I see baby coming. Okay? And I figured yeah, you needed a break mean? in the action. What is that? You know, mammogram. What does that mean? Anyway. What do you think it means? It wasn't even like on the register that the baby was coming. And then I see this old man's grandpa in the walker. That's what they tell me, that I'm waiting. You're waiting. I'm getting older by the minute. You're going to head out there this weekend? Probably. If there's no problems, I will not. Maybe. Well, maybe. Maybe. Maybe I will. You can't just hmm. go when things are a problem. you got to go and enjoy life. Maybe I leave Friday night. I don't know. The last time I went, remember? Yeah, you stayed in a roach motel. Yes, I stayed in a row because there were no rooms. Yeah, not a good thing. And I don't want to do that again. So you got to make plans today. Go Saturday morning, check into a nice place. I'm going to have a sleeping bag and I'll sleep on the beach. What's out there? People. Oh, people are coming in. Yeah. So Big news is coming. We'll let you know when Juliana is born. Big news. And if you stay tuned, we may have it right from the from the from the room, from the delivery room. So Watch out now. Do you know this? These two pieces of art came to us from our our artist Audrey Arb, and that piece behind you is called "Kiss of Dawn." And I would read it, but it's not daytime appropriate. As I'm trying to read it, I'm like, no, I cannot read this on the air. And this one is called Bite of Freddy. You see the two pieces <laughs> of lips that are stuck in there? I don't know what that one's called. <laughs> anyway, happy Tuesday, everyone. That was the music of Joshua Martin in the house. He's like, no, I like that song. Josh, I got you a new nickname. What is it? My favorite Martian. Ah, you're busy with nicknames. Joshua Martin. And then we have... Um, don't say it. Shazam. Oh, you can say Shazam. And then we have... Do you okay, see, yeah. this is the reason I can't do these like this. I can't this. even remember the nickname. J-Lo we changed to changed JJ. Why'd you change it? Because she don't like J-Lo. She didn't like from, from the beginning. She likes JJ. So we got new crew. We've got Roycey doing edits, and she says to me, yesterday's show I can't edit. I said, why? She said, the sound was really bad. I said, ah, oh, thank you. That's why we had to redo all of our mic checks. What do you mean that the sound was really bad? She told me. So that's why we're checking out all the mics again. That's so. great to hear. And there's nothing like uh, Josh Martin, uh, my favorite Martian, is uh, checking out the sounds. But we got a good show lined up for you today. We've got our good friend, author and screenwriter, Frank A. Rapolo, in the house. We've got Richard Sosa. And we have a new guest. We've got Alex Moreno, because it's all about the you, in the house, talking about film production. He works with teens and film. We're going to get it inside. What does that have to do with the U? He's at the U. He teaches there. Oh, my And actually, the premiere is on the 21st at the University of Miami Cinema. My condolences. At the school. You should really get on the University of Miami. <laughs> nah, 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 nah. It's funny. You know, Frank, I'm glad you're here because you've been driving me nuts about, about your book. No, about oh, his about book. about his book. I know. Every day. Every day. And every day. This is... So maybe we can clear up this whole... No. Frank's book, it's like a portal to the angels. Has anyone ever told you that? Uh, yeah, more than once. Really? So 
season is not just me. So I read the book and I feel like I've summoned the angels. You saw what a magical day yesterday was here, right? Did you hit Lotto? I didn't play because I want to know why I didn't play. Hmm. I felt like God gave me such a great day. I didn't want to overextend the I didn't want to overextend it too much. That's why I didn't play Lotto. I thought mm, it wasn't. How much can you actually really ask for? In one day. Those are all like coincidences that happen, one really? after the other. No, it's because Frank's book opened a portal and all the angels came. Frank, you got the lottery ticket numbers? <laughs> you got the winning numbers? So you've heard that before? Excuse me? You've heard that before. What did people say? Yeah, that I, I, I am the prophet of the angels. That's what people call me. Yep. You should really read the book. Besides, it's about its faith, its spirituality. There's a great story in here. But it talks about being chosen. And the whole book is just amazing. But it's right after Gabriel's Chalice. Now I have to read the next one. I'm not saying nothing. But <laughs> you saw what happened yesterday. I saw a couple of things. It was just coincidental. <laughs> We even walked in over the weekend, Frank, and the doors are open upstairs. That's all I can tell you. That happens all the time when he gets in here. They they look like the exorcist up there. (laughs) So I realized today we are out of... He's the only one that gets that joke because he remembers (laughs) the movie. We're out of Frank's book. We're out of Operation Retribution. We don't have any more copies. He's going to bring them next time. He's going to put some more out. We've sold out. So if you want copies of the books, we're going to get more of those. But all of Frank's books are available here, and they're signed. We were thinking, Frank, we could even have Magchop sign the next one, so they get a twofer, two signatures in one. Yeah, we could do that. You could do that. He's we a man of few words, but you know what many I found words. out about he's Frank? A, he's a writer, many, many words. He writes through his words in his book. Everything he has to say is through the books. So if you want to know what he's thinking, Well, the only the thing I can tell you is that things, ever since Frank comes, he comes, things are getting tighter and tighter, and it's getting scarier and scarier politically around the world. And oh, did you know there was a meteor shower no. starting today, Frank? I finished the book. Meteor shower, April 18th. Beware. Did you know that China had a police <laughs> force in New York City? Ask Frank. Yep. Did you hear that? Can you yep. believe that? And no one's claiming rights to it. The what? The in police Canada force. I didn't well, do it. I didn't do it. They said the Chinese government put a police yeah. force in there. Things are heating up with Taiwan. There's all sorts of stupidity uh, you know what it is I, I think that they know that 2024 biden is not going to be president and they're just pushing the envelope to the max because they're afraid that Who's you know they? china all these countries now okay. brazil is getting involved um and they're afraid that, that trump is going to win again and there's no nonsense there because the man is just you know forget about it he reminds me of reagan you remember who was the president when Reagan came in? You remember that whole story, Frank? The president when Reagan came before, in? Before Reagan. Carter. Carter, the peanut man. And we had that problem in Iran with the hostages. Iran, Iran Contra, yeah. And then Reagan won, and, uh, and, they, and the Iranians were, okay, what do we do now? And Reagan said to them, oh, don't wait for me. <laughs> you got a big problem coming your way. And they released the hostages. I mean, you know, it's, it's all about leverage. And I just get this feeling that a lot of people want to push put Biden around. You saw him yesterday in Italy. He looked like the WWF. He came in, they were playing that music. Da-da-da! He comes in like this. Did you see it? Looked like the WWF. 
My goodness gracious, what is going on? Why? I didn't even, I didn't even see it. You know what the WWF is? Yeah, why? He when the wrestlers like come in and they... They did a whole grand entrance like Cena for him? Does. He looked like He looked like a wrestler, yeah. Why? Because they had these big flags and he, you know what I'm talking about. He came in and he's going like this. <laughs> it was the funniest thing I've ever seen I in my life. I even partake in that. So Frank comes in and everything's out of whack. You got to write a book how we get it all... He, no, wait a minute. He did. You oh. got to read oh, no, 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 no. his books. Oh, wait, he wrote I, wait, it. Wait a minute. You I just take it haven't back. read it. I take it back. We're going to go back to the dinosaur age if you let him do it his way. I mean, uh, another way. Not that way. Another way. You got to come up with a solution here, my he friend. He has, if you would read the book. No, no. That's the that, chosen one. Yeah. yeah. I know. You, you know, out of the ashes. Mm -hmm. I can only imagine that the chosen one appears. I don't want to go through ashes. You don't have to. Trust me. <laughs> God, you know, there are no ashes for you to really, go through. It's really good. And you know what Christine here. told me? Chris told me that. Don't worry, I got Christine. I'm going to go sit over there with her. You can Christine, watch you, want more you can read them on Kindle. You can read them on your phone. I don't want, I'm afraid to read it. What's the matter with There's you? There's no reason to be afraid as long I'm as you have faith. I'm waiting for the book that says, a miracle happens. The sea is parted and all the bad people go in it. Read it. And then you'll find the miracle happens and all the bad people go away. Except one. No, 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 you're not. Boy, Except she one. She don't get it. Why? Okay, we're going to talk to Frank and maybe, <laughs> she doesn't get it. There's and only one path yes. if you don't listen, right? There's only one way. Uh -huh. And I don't want that way. Because no. that way is going to hurt a lot. Don't you get it? Do you get it? Are you here? What no. the hell are you drinking? I'm still with the angels in Frank's book. Oh. I'm going to stay yeah, in faith the and, and the right. angels. You ain't lying. It's going to be all I'm staying with the angels. But if you act, I told you this morning, I was listening to the radio, and Elvis Stern was talking about all the miracles that we see every day. Again, makes me think of Frank's books. You have to open your eyes and be grateful for the flowers and the trees and the sunshine that we're not flooded today, that we have the opportunity to come to the studio and work with amazing guests and our incredible crew. We have that opportunity as a gift that we should not take it for granted. Yeah, but there's a lot of people that are flooded. Denise is flooded. Her house looks, I asked her, do you live on the beach? <laughs> there's more water in our yeah, house but, than there is outside. But we're not, so. Appreciate what you I, have in life, and you should appreciate that. the little things that we have. Those are little problems. There's some big, major problems going on right now. Big, 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 big. That police thing in New York is unbelievably bad. How the hell do you get away with opening up a Chinese police force in New York City? You gotta ask Richard Sosa about that. How do they get away that nobody knew, or did they? Do you have a mic? I, I do. You do. Okay. I, yeah. How? I have absolutely no idea. I left New York a long, long time ago because they didn't know what they were doing up there. Someone yeah. had to know, and it's right around the corner from the police station? Really? It's, it's insane. Well, they were it's hiding insane. in plain sight. Yes. You, know, you ever heard hiding in plain sight? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know what? If you want to hide, uh, New York City is probably one of the best places to go. I mean, you know, you got like 10 million, well, not, not so many anymore because everybody's moving out. Everyone's here now, yeah. But, yeah, everybody's here now. Pretty much. <laughs> you know, it's like it's taking crazy. a nuclear weapon and going down Madison Avenue, and I'm Korea, and waving to the people, it says, I'm going to kill all of you, and nobody does anything. This is a thing I hated about New York because I, I saw muggings, right, happening mm -hmm. on the platform of the train. This is one of the reasons I became an auxiliary. 
because I was one of the few people that jumped in to try to stop these things. Everybody else says, oh, no, not my business. Going like this until it happens to you. So how in the world do you have that kind of state involved in the heart? It isn't like it was in the Bronx, because in the Bronx, I could see it. Yeah. The, you know what I'm talking about, Bronx. There's all sorts of countries in the Bronx right now. Yeah, a lot of police South states. Bronx, Fort Apache, all that yeah, stuff. Yeah, that's right, all the Indians. But the funny thing is, this is Midtown Manhattan. Midtown. And the building is eight stories, and it says in Chinese letters, we coming to get you. <laughs> I, I and he wanted me to read books. The, the end is near, my friend. No, you got to talk. You got to talk. Read Frank's books. That's I'm reading the next one. You don't get it. You're not reading between the lines. There are not going to be any lines. Those, you keep reading these. Things. Those who believe get it. Those who don't. Oh, you're going to get it already. You're going to get it. There's not going to be an end. There's going to be a change. What does that mean, Frank? Tell us about the change. It's going to be. Earth is not going to end but there will be a change for those who accept the change. That's all I can tell Are you working on the next book? <laughs> I already wrote the next book. She's working on it. And does any of that have to do with what's going to happen next? I can't get into it politically, but it has something to do with what we're doing now as a mankind. So it has some insight as to where we're headed. It's, uh, yeah, the next book tells you where we're heading. Is that after Xanthaterror, or that's the next after Jack Stanhouse? After, after, all right. Oh. So Xanthaterror is my next one. Josh read that one. Now you've got to go backwards and read the first two. It might make more sense. You read, you read the, the Xanthaterror? How was it? It was good. We're on Mars, which is basically where we're going. So. Yeah, my son, my son tells me, because he's not working with that part of the pro space program. Apparently, it's become top secret. Mm. That's so why he I mean, can't tell you. No, he, can't, he doesn't have access. So they so changed says. it. They changed it. Now he's running the mice and all that on the other side. But the thing that's happening in Mars is that they want to build something to go on to other galaxies. Um, so all of a sudden, Star Trek is happening. It's happening. My son's, my son's working on a project where they're going to put a drone on Titan. The moon of Titan. As long as we don't go to Orion's belt, we're good. I heard that we can land a spaceship on a meteor. Because they've yeah, done that already. Do that they landed a craft on a meteor. Um, and the meteor Frank's will carry book? you. Read it. Meteors? Yeah, pretty much. Now I'm gonna go hang out with <laughs> Laughing Lady over in the corner. I don't want to know this stuff. Yeah, but you just gotta read it, and then you're gonna read, look at the news, and I'm watching all the current events pop up, meteor shower, all the things that I have on the TV right here, and I just read the book. He opens this whole portal to to things, right? Yeah, I heard this It's unbelievable. I know. All right, let's take a quick commercial break. Let Freddie get his thoughts together. When we come back, let's talk about Florida Arts Network and see what's going on with Flow, F-L-O-W. We'll be right back. Known for his Art Deco Cubist style and compositions with dancing saturated color, Ken Bieberman has lived and breathed art his whole life. From the early 80s, he's influenced the Art Deco district of Miami Beach. Featured in numerous restoration projects, hotels, galleries, and clubs, 
Bieberman creates for everyday folks and celebrity clientele. He's also the proprietor of Art Repro, a gicle and scanning company in Pompano Beach. When it comes to scanning high resolution, size is not an issue. Professionally scanning art up to 10 feet and 64 inches in width, Art Repro utilizes state-of-the-art equipment. On quality canvas or paper, archival ink and printing mediums are put to use. Art Repro ensures colors are true and every nuance of the art is captured, including the canvas weave. Perfection is the priority. Contact artist Ken Bieberman today at 954-547-0095 or visit his website www.artrepro.net. A successful woman in business means having the courage to own who you are. We understand the challenges faced by women and we are here to help. Our team is here to develop the best strategy designed just for you. Your path is unique and with the right tools you can accomplish your dream. From radio to TV, from podcasting to magazines, we create the visibility to amplify your impact in business. At New Dawn Media, we are here to help bring your message forward and help your business flourish. It is time for your message to be seen and your voice to be heard. Contact us at 866-224-5422 or brooklyncafe.tv. Your voice can make a difference. Le Sorel Restaurant, home of the authentic Italian tradition, offers a large menu that consists of seafood, steak, homemade pasta, brick oven pizza, and homemade desserts including a wide wine selection. We also have the best bar in Boca Raton with delicious cocktails, homemade limoncello, cappuccino, Italian espresso, brandy, and other specialties, open every day with a lunch and dinner menu. For more information or to make a reservation, contact lesorellerestaurant.com or call 561-235-5301. There is no way to ignore it. You hear it on the news, online, from your friends and family. What happened to my money? Whether it got hit by falling stocks and bonds with the coronavirus, shrunk by a floundering 401k with low interest rates, and is riding the extreme ups and downs of the stock market with political elections. Many Americans are worried about their money and how they're going to retire. Help protect your financial future now and call J.D. Melberg for your complimentary book from a leading financial firm that shows you ways not to run out of money whether the market goes up or down. This free book reveals little-known truths about annuity strategies in simple-to-understand terms that can protect your money for a lifetime. As a bonus, we'll also throw in a free annuity rate report summarizing the rates and benefits of annuities from hundreds of top-rated insurers, helping you to find ways to get up to 33% more income in retirement. That's right. Two books both absolutely free for calling J.D. Melberg. Help protect your financial future. Call 877-643-3015. Are you coming?
compromising your medical care for doctors out of your network? Are you tired of dealing with referrals to see a specialist? Are you aware that you can save up to $155 a month on your Medicare premiums? You need an all-in-one benefits company that can help with all of your Medicare plan needs. Call today, All-in-One Benefits Group at 954-614-5488. We're here to find an all-in-one plan for you. 954-614-5488. Call today for open enrollment. Do you have an idea for a show or a podcast? Do you want the opportunity to be on TV? Ant Media Productions is partnered with True Oldies Real Radio Station and powered by many online platforms such as Roku, Facebook, YouTube, and even Amazon Fire to help amplify your impact. Do you want your voice to reach a wide audience? Call us today at 866-224-5422. South Florida's Good Time Oldies. and Delray Beach have their own oldie station. Catch us on 95.3 FM. It's the greatest rock and roll hits of the 60s and 70s. Let's on South Florida's Good Time Oldies, 95.3 FM. You've been watching the Brooklyn Cafe Show. Join us each day and after hours as we talk about the hot topics to open the conversations and share a few laughs. Now, back to Dawn and Freddie S. My favorite Martian on the guitar. Josh Martin in the house. You know, every time I see that picture behind you, I see the story of the picture. This one? That one. The, it's the Nookie Nookie picture. Nookie Nookie. That's, that picture was taken out of a gallery. They told her it was not family friendly. And I she think said, it's really but, friendly. And she says, but why? She may be too friendly. Frank. The artist said she just didn't feel like learning to paint a hand. Yeah, but where'd it go? <laughs> well, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Wondering minds want to know. So I think we have the piece Frank sent us called Flow, F-L-O-W, but we've got, Frank, I'm going to let you do the honors in introducing Alex or Richard, however you want to. Oh, okay, yeah, sure. Uh, that's Alex. How's <laughs> 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 that for, for an introduction? No, um, I've, I've known Alex for, for a little while, and um, he, works with, uh, he works with teens, um, and, and he deals with a lot of sensitive health topics and everything from like what bullying to like STDs and you know everything in between and um, these videos are, are shown in, in in schools and stuff and and I, I think that they have a really great message and he's a nice guy and we're we're, we're planning on, on doing some some work together on on some other stuff so but I'll let I'll let him uh, tell you a little bit more about that so without any further ado Alex! <laughs> Ed McMahon over there. Yeah. I see that. Alex, welcome to the studio. I love the introduction, but you do more than work with teens. You work with them as in a production sense, in movies, or what, is it, what are you working with them on? So how Flow came about, which is Future Leaders of the World, is, Dawn, I have your test results. You've tested positive for, name the STD. 
and at the clinic at the University of Miami were kind of sick of doing that. So we have to think of a way to maybe really engage adolescents in their solutions to the problems that us adults have given them. So that's how Flow was born. In a nutshell, we take a group of students, we teach them health topics, HIV, STDs, substance abuse, sex trafficking, whatever that is. Then each um, young person in the group has to come up with a raw story on like a slice of life and how would you introduce that topic to your peers. And then they go through professional script developments. We teach them how to write scripts. I have a youth advisory board that vets the scripts in the scoring system. Eventually, we end up with scripts that have gone further down in development where we have a live table read with professional actors. And then the best script from that group gets shot into a professional film. But wait a minute, wait a minute. Is it a health program or is it a video component? Both. In We've decided place. to use the arts as the vehicle for teaching health. But that's different. Yeah, it's a new way of doing things. Uh, we had it evaluated by professors at FAMU up in Tallahassee. And scientifically, we passed all the tests. They actually went to a national conference at the end of the last year to present their findings. So it's something that we just need to expand. We need to do more student groups. We've now uh, produced seven films. And the other interesting thing is, because I'm in Miami, I use bilingual actors. So if you guys are on set and you do it in English, then we go, okay, próximo tiempo en español. Do the same scene again, but in Spanish. Now, are these doctors and nurses, or are these actors? Actors, professional actors so that we not, recruit. They're in the medical field, but they're not necessarily doctors. No, no, we, we put out a call. Uh, Whoever shows up, shows yeah, up. Yeah, for actors. That's how I met Richard. Richard had actually um, But he plays auditioned. a doctor in a lot of movies. Well, he had auditioned for one of my roles. That's how I met Richard, almost two years ago. Uh -huh. So we have, as I said, a system that seems to be working. Um, we have a big premiere Friday night at the University of Miami where we're going to showcase all these films. And the cherry on top of the cake is these films will be used in classrooms as the icebreaker for the topic. So if I'm the teacher today teaching on STDs, I show the flow film, four or five minutes long, nice and quick, gets the attention of the audience, then the teacher uses our lesson guides that we prepared on strategies on how to teach STDs using the film. So they're called education guides, and that's how we're going to enable the community to access these lesson guides and films to teach the topics in their classroom. And you were talking about this this morning. The crew said that if you label it educational, you were, they were kidding about watching the birth of a child. Yeah, but this is a little bit different. When you say teacher, who is the teacher talking to? Doctors? I'm trying to make... So, like high schoolers, right? Yeah, so, so health for class instance, you're teaching about STD to a high school well, so student. So it's not the college level, it's the high school Well, it level. could be. So, for instance, if an educator wants to teach the topic of um, underage pornography, they would access our lesson guide and film to teach that topic. So it could be middle school, could be high school, could be college. It depends on who the educator is. Oh, this is different. And yeah, they're written by teens? The so the content of the pilot study was through teens, and then the last film we shot actually was, I'd written it with another comedian writer in Atlanta, um, but now that we're going into Flow 3.0, it will be strictly teen content, because now we've worked out the system, 
Um, we're on the verge, touch wood, somewhere, touch wood, that we're going to get funding to start again in June. And it's actually funding from DCF, who um, have a grant from the SAMHSA federal study, Substance Abuse Mental Health Service Administration, to allow us to do um, two more projects, which would be four films, but it will be strictly on substance abuse mental health and strictly from a teen uh, group. The, the content can only come from teenagers. Do you remember as a kid in health class or as in high school, I don't know what they, if they had them. I remember Aaron used to tell me they would get them on how to use a condom, what not to do with a I condom. I never had that. I don't know what their, Chelsea says no, Josh says yes. You guys had that? I had it in kindergarten. Kindergarten. How to use a condom? How to buy a condom? I had it in kindergarten, middle school, and high school. In condom? Yep. What'd they teach you? What? Uh, well, they didn't school. teach us how to put on a condom in, in fifth grade, but in, what they taught us was just the basics of what it's for, what, hitting puberty and what's going to come and all that. Basically, that I had when they, we had sex education, not in kindergarten though. Yeah. But like nothing on yeah. bullying. Grade. I guess yeah. bullying was a big topic. No, no. no. STDs. Uh, yeah. No. Yeah. Not sure. in my world. Really? The Bronx didn't have STDs. No. No, we like, play this retreat. In my yeah. school, like, we had to learn about it, and, like, they always showed us, quote-unquote, the birth video, and, like, they just, like, and then the teacher, like, he was, like, a chill guy. He was, like, if any of you guys have questions, write down naturally, and I'll answer them, like, truthfully. So, like, he was just being honest about it. He was being real because, like, we're high schoolers, we're freshmen. Like, we know about it, but we don't know to about to the extent, so it's really good to be educated on that type of stuff because a lot of kids just do it because they don't get the education, and then they get a lot of ST like STDs like my cousin like she works for the Florida Health Department so like she got she gets all these people all these like teenagers with STDs multiple times because they're just not educated on it so well, it's important for this that video. I can see where this program will really enhance because for some reason nobody want you're not allowed to talk about certain things in school yes you know? these days especially in yeah. the state of Florida they, they're taking out Dr. Seuss I mean if you can't read Dr. Seuss how the hell are you gonna learn about a condom is what I'm saying, right? So I would love to see the enhancement of this stuff or where you place it. And a lot of parents don't want to talk to their kids about sex education anymore. Yeah. They don't want to do that anymore. What's happened is if you look at the data in the last 10 to 15 years, um, South Florida now leads the nation in most health disparities. Sex trafficking, we rank number two, but it's hard to quantify because most people don't come forward with that. Uh, STDs is easy to quantify, how many people have tested positive and treated. Uh, we're number one in the nation for HIV infection rates, we're number Florida one is? for... No, I'm talking about South Florida. South Florida is. Yeah. South, South Florida, South Florida is bad. Florida. Like, Broward, like, Broward, Broward, Broward and Miami-Dade makes South Florida. bad with STDs. So we rank number one and number two in pretty much all those health disparities. So again, as a health educator and as an adult, I've got a 15-year-old daughter hitting that kind of difficult age. I'm at the point where we need to do something that's going to bring young people to be the solution makers to these problems. And we've chosen the arts as the vehicle. Film is a great way to tell stories. It's a great way to influence young minds in maybe making better decisions if they're in a sticky situation. And that's what it really comes to is that we're giving young people a different way to look at health through film. What are the topics that you're covering on Friday? So the showcase of the films we've done are uh, a film on STDs, HIV, underage pornography, and coming out. We have a story about a, a, a single dad who struggles to accept his daughter coming out of the closet. 
-hmm. And then we have, our, we have about six other scripts in development, touching on topics like, again, like Richard had said, sensitive health topics. We have one called um, No Convince Me, and it's a story of like a he said, she said situation on a date rape from a very different perspective. Brilliant writer, actually a guy from New York. Um, we have, with the funding that's coming from SAMHSA, we'll be doing our next year only on mental health and substance abuse, which goes into all different topics as well. That's huge. I mean, yeah. that's everything that everyone's dealing with. Yeah. Teens, 20s, 30s, but it starts so young. Yes. Mm -hmm. Middle school. And the other side yeah. is how to deal with people that have mental health. You know, our guys in blue having a hard time deciding, let me shoot this guy 49 times because he's running. And, and you know, when I was growing up, you never shot anybody. I don't care if you were a cop in the back, but things have changed. Apparently, I don't know. I'm not educated enough to see these things. So, you know, that bullying now is number two fear among kids going to school. You know what number one is? Gun violence. So there's a lot of aspects yeah. that I'm, I'm trying to, um, because we have to educate parents, you know, it starts there. And a lot of parents don't want the education. They sort of run away from hearing that maybe they're doing it wrong. Can you imagine somebody telling you, yo, homie, come here. You're doing it all wrong. What do you mean you're, you're letting your kid run wild at midnight? But parents, in all fairness, you don't know what your kid, you, you're the first to say you don't know if your If your kid kids. ain't home, and it's midnight, you got a problem. Let's start with the basics, right? Let me see report cards, go visit your teachers. Just different things. I think this will help parents understand what's going on around them. Yeah, I would like to do more work with parents. Um, again, because parents are so busy, it's hard to get them in a room and do, do education. So I do work with a private school down in Miami-Dade, and um, they employ me to teach all the boys in the school and then my last class is with parents. So I was going to ask you the different socioeconomics of Miami-Dade, because that's where you are. Do you yes. find a difference in who's receptive, your data, and where the films are going to be showed? Is it a, a disparity or no? No, because I think, again, utilizing the arts levels the playing field. So if I've got students at a A school down in Pinecrest, as opposed to students in a D school in Little Havana, the arts levels that playing field, and all students have some creativity. It's a case of how do you get it out of them? How do you give them the tools to, you know, self-efficacy? I've got the belief that I can now do this because that's what we instill in them. So we, even though we're teaching health for the first eight weeks, we're still touching on other issues that's going to help them once they get to the script writing part of the. Where are they showing that? Do they need to come to your clinic to see the films, or are you just? Disseminating them throughout the school system. So, as of Monday, after the premiere, we'll have all the curriculum guides and films on our websites, and then through our connections through school systems and colleges, we'll allow people just to access them that way. And then future projects, especially through the SAMHSA funding, we're actually going to do a recruitment and just put ads out there, so students that Richard may know can join the group and uh, we'll, they'll spend a whole year with us on developing the next wave of scripts. How long are these films? So each film has to be under seven minutes because of attention span in a classroom. Yeah. So that's why they're short and sweet and to the point. How many do you cluster in a showing? So my student groups are typically like one classroom of 20 or 30 kids. 
Uh, my pilot study was with foster care kids. I only had like seven students as a pilot study. Uh, this wave of the SAMHSA funding, I think the funder wants a group of 12 students. So again, it'll be more about students will apply and it'll be almost like a job application because we are gonna compensate them for their time as they go through the whole process. Because each project takes six months of their lives. But, so they've but got to Friday you have an event, right? Yeah, so Friday's the showcase where it's like a movie premiere, How red many? carpet affair. How many are gonna be shown that Friday? All the, all the seven films. So you got seven films. So, yeah. seven, so you got about 49 minutes showing an hour around there. Yeah. Um, I would like, and you, did you pick the one film that's going to be the, the the number one film of those seven, or each one? No, each one is independently very good. Teaches you know, the topic on hand. Um, some people have seen the previous five films because we've made those over the last two years. And then the last one that we just edited finally yesterday, wow. no one's seen it yet. So that would be the last two films. And do they show. have titles of what this, the seven are gonna be? There's a reason I'm asking. Yeah, so um, on our social media and websites, we constantly announcing what they are. You know, Out and Afuera is about the coming out story. Rumors of Remores is about STDs. Two similar strangers about HIV. And Las Chicas, the Calientes de Educación, and hot, generally hot girls do education is about underage pornography. I gotta tell you, you know, for me, some of the kids in here, kids, some of the producers in here are doing movies. And the one that Mayor submitted um, to be looked at was a great piece. And I see more and more of what they're doing. And I want to sell the urgency. I want to sell the, the, you know, check this out because you don't have enough information. And if you're doing it wrong, here's a way of seeing it. But I want to do it backwards. I want to sell the urgency that you should be there. That if you're not there, you're missing the boat. And if you're missing the boat again and again and again, and something does happen in your circle, which is your family or your, your kids, you got no one to blame but yourself. So I kind of like it if you had the subject matter of what it's going to be and pushing out the urgency, like Frank's books, you know, which I, it makes me very nervous when he comes in here because he's going to tell me one day, well, tomorrow's the day. <laughs> That's it, I'm done. Um, but the urgency is really an important factor. Yes. what you're doing. STDs has urgency to it. All of these. Yeah, absolutely. And I think mentioned. what will happen is once we start really marketing our distribution plan, hopefully every classroom has access to the films, whether they're allowed to teach them or not, because each principal is the king of the castle or queen of the castle. So even though we have Florida statutes that say you can teach these topics, they won't. each principal you know, rules they won't. their kingdom. They won't do it. Some won't, some will. Times have changed. Well, it's Friday night, 6 o'clock. Yes, at the University of Miami, Bill Cosford Theater. You can go to our Instagram account, which is flow underscore helping. And on there, there's a flyer concerning the details of the event Friday night. I want to send Ashley, my daughter-in-law. She's a mental health counselor for Matter. Sweet. So it would be it great for be, her. It could be important. Mm -hmm. You know, back in the day, remember that black and white film they had about sex education? I think in our day, every school in New York saw this thing. Can't you hear yeah. the, the reel of the movie running yes. in your head, right? And it was yeah. grainy. Yeah. And, yeah. and you it was looked really up grainy and said, and, oh, yeah, production what the hell are they horrible. talking about? It was the only film. I think the schools borrowed it. I think it. it was on Leave it to Beaver, and then we still saw it, yes. Yeah. 
that was right? that was the length of sex education. So I went home and I said my mom to my mom, I said, "Mom, where do babies come from?" <laughs> she started running around the apartment like it, something that's was all, going on. That's all we were taught. We weren't taught about bullying, STD, HIV came out when I was at University of Miami, and it was this big taboo. There was still no education on it. Sex trafficking. I learned more about this from Frank and stuck in traffic and what's happening in Florida as an adult. I couldn't, when I found out Boca and Fort Lauderdale are number one in one of the high schools, in a high school here in the hotels off of Glades Road are being, are not part of it, but kids are being brought there as part of sex trafficking. It's appalling, but they're not taught it. And if they are taught it, they need to find a way out. They need a safe space. So. If they're being sex trafficked, and I'll, I'll talk to Frank about this, where do the kids go? Because some of the girls, that's their only safe space, right? They come from a bad home. They're out on the street. They get caught up with a bad situation, but you don't know where you can go to be safe. So sometimes what you know is safer than you think what you don't know. So Dawn, so there is next? some hope for that. So we're one of the founding members at UM of Project Thrive. It's a very long acronym. And it's basically takes sex, uh, sex trafficking survivors and puts them through medical checkups and healthcare and then placement in a safe home and then placement somewhere else in the country away from everything. That's amazing. So it's run by the um, State Attorney's Office of Catherine Randall Fernandez, has about 14 agencies. Wow. Everything runs from a grant. So that's one good thing that has come about we in the last promoting 10 years. That. That's tremendous. Because if you don't know, mm -hmm. And you think you come from a broken home and you think this guy is your end all be all, even though you feel you know this isn't right, but you don't know where else to go. This opportunity take time gives them a, a chance. If you think of a young girl maybe picked up for prostitution. In the old days they would just get shackled, sent to the detention center, serve twenty one days, then go in front of a judge. Now they go to the Jack, the juvenile assessment center. They're Mental health counselors interview them. They spend six hours going through all these different testing, and then they're taken out. They don't go through detention anymore, and they go through Project Thrive instead. That's incredible. So things are changing slowly. Going back to what you'd said earlier about you know like the political landscape and the climate, people don't realize about how important the vote is because if you have the right like-minded people in power, Things like Project Thrive would be in every single county in Florida and every single state of the country, but it isn't. Because again, it goes back to things like funding and the political scene. You know, when I was, um, when I was in the Bronx, I have friends in the 3-4 and the 4-4. I have friends all over these precincts. And because they're dealing with some heavy stuff, murders and all that, they didn't really look at what was happening in the schools. You know, I'm talking about between 9 and 12th grade. Not high school, junior high school. So I noticed, I think I told you the story, that they used to wear these bands. They had colors. Remember this? So I thought it was kind of cool to have all these colored bands. So I used to tell the kids that went to that school, hey, I want to get some bands. And they all looked oh, at no. me. See, he knows. Greg and knows. they all looked at me. And, he, and they said, I said to my football player, says, what's the problem? Why can't I get bands? No, you coach, you don't want to do that. I said, why? So they take me to the school. Every one of those bands was a sexual act that was being conducted in the school. So if you had a black band, you did anal. If you did other things, you had different colors. So you walk into the school and you just stay there and watch. I was talking to security. And the girls that had all these bands, we used to bring them over. 
So I went to the Foro in the Bronx. I went to my friends and I put a box of bands. I said, do you guys know what's going on? Freddie, we know what's going on, but we can't, we don't have enough manpower to take care of that situation. Okay, so here we go. They know what's going on. They didn't have enough manpower to do this stuff. And it was rampant. So you want to talk about STDs, you want to talk about pregnancy, you want to talk about prostitution, you want to talk about all these problems. But we're breeding it in the schools. <laughs> we're not stopping it. We're not educating them. So when I had my kids, I used to go and talk to their parents. I said, do you know what these bands mean? Not one parent knew. Not one knew what was going on. Until I said, well, I took this off your daughter. You want to ask her? Hmm. And we brought her in. She says, oh, she's just bands. I said, do you want me to bring the guys in? Because I can do that too. So there used to be a program called Scare Straight in New York City. Remember that? I remember that, yeah. Scare Straight used to take you to the precinct. And they take you into the jails. And they used to scream at kids and tell them, I'm a gangster. And you're doing what? And they used to make you pee in your pants, if not worse. You remember the program? Yeah, I do. I program Master of the Year. And every leftist came up and said, you got to stop doing that. Scare Straight doesn't work. It's just making them worse, which isn't true. So they shot one at the 3-4 where I was at. And I saw them filming this thing. Curtis Wheeler was there also. And I saw this whole thing about scaring kids straight in prisons. Take them to a prison and let them spend a night in a prison. And these guys were all convicted felons. They weren't going nowhere. And they scared them straight. And I'm going to tell you, that program worked. Yeah, it did. That, but, but that system is worse because it leaves a bad mark that you're doing something wrong and somebody's smacking but you. this is more of an inclusion system, But which this is, is nice. what I'm saying. Yeah, again, it's just a, a new possible solution to the problems that us adults have given our adolescents. So we're trying, and again, hopefully with funding, we get bigger and better budgets to make you know, bigger and bolder films. We want to push the envelope with the films, but everything is PG because we want them to be shown in schools. And what's the website? The website would be www.futureleadersoftheworld.org. Nice. All right, it's a long check one it out. Right and we'll put up Thank the you. invitation or sure. give people the information. Yeah. Friday you. night, the 21st, University of Miami, 6 o'clock. Josh? No. Oh, I think you're going to say something. All right. Let's take a commercial break. When we come back. Oh, <laughs> we're not? Okay. Excuse me. I am going to say something, actually. Um, Spotify, if you guys have Spotify, or are we on Apple Music, too? Yes. Uh, we are on Apple Music, I guess we'll too. Uh, but we are now on Spotify to check out our podcast, so you can check us out on there. Or if you want to be on Spotify yourself, you can come down to the Brooklyn Cafe and have your own podcast to be out and share your voice with everyone out there. Do you have anything to say? So today we have more shows, like the Metal Lifestyle Show here at 3 with Karina <laughs> Felix. So stick around for like another hour and we'll glad and you, you'll have a great time learning what Karina has to say. So um, you guys go to commercial now. <laughs> we'll be right back. Born in Marseille, France, Max Lazega creates whimsical and free-flowing interpretive art. His 40 years in the construction industry created the foundation for his craft. His unique work displays his view of the future with bold and playful combinations of materials and processes, but the methodology remains consistent. He fuses recycled materials and discarded building supplies into a fresh, well-executed approach. 
Lazega has lived in Miami, Florida most of his life, where he pursues his lifelong passion of creating industrial art. For more information, contact Max Lazega at artworkstudios.org or 786-326-8873. Meet Jay Harmon, one of the many artists held in the Brooklyn Cafe Gallery. Jay specializes in various different art styles, but his medium to work with is colored pencils. His unique style comes from being self-taught in years of practice. Jay pulls his inspiration from many outlets like people, television, celebrities, and many more. With multiple original pieces, Jay's art graces the gallery with over 40 plus works for viewing and for purchase. His many years of being an artist has given him a chance to partner with the Derwant brand, giving him the opportunity to try many different work styles and further his craft. Feel free to come down and visit the studio to view his work. Or if you're interested in your own Jay Harmon original, he's open to commissions on his website, coloredpencilartist.com. Or catch his show, The Colored Pencil Artist, on Amp Media Productions on YouTube and Facebook. See you soon. What would you do if you had a broken bone? You'd go to the doctor and use your insurance, right? What would you do if you had a serious problem with drugs and alcohol? Most people do nothing until it's too late. Your insurance can help you get clean and sober with the assistance of a place like the Detox and Treatment Helpline. Many times treatment is fully covered, so why not use your insurance to treat your addiction problem just like you would if you had a broken bone? And with the Family Medical Leave Act, you're allowed by law to take off time from work, and your employer doesn't need to know the reason. So there are two good reasons. You've got insurance you can use for your addiction problem, and with the Family Medical Leave Act, it's completely confidential. Call us right now and save a life. Call 855-350-4504. That's 855-350-4504. Call 855-350-4504 now. Want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call because the best prices are not online. See, SmartFares has special deals with the airlines. When they have unsold seats, they use SmartFares to fill them. So you get airline tickets at ridiculously low prices. With the extra money you'll save, you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner. Call today and get the best price on your next flight. Guaranteed. Also, save up to 50% off business and first-class tickets. Would you like to hear better for as little as 10 cents a day? Now you can with the all-new Audion hearing aids. The average hearing aid lasts about three years. Ours at only $99 a pair means you're paying as little as 10 cents a day to hear better. And to make things even better, we'll give you a 45-day money-back guarantee. Skip the doctor and get hearing aids delivered straight to your door. We've eliminated all the middlemen to offer you a factory direct price of only $99 a pair. Join over 300,000 people just like you who took advantage of our 45-day trial offer. Now you can hear better too for just 10 cents a day. Call now and order your $99 pair of Audion hearing aids with a 45-day money-back guarantee. Plus, get free 3-5 to five day shipping. 800-259-1328 800-259-1328 That's 800-259-1328 Artist Rosie Sherman paints her passions to share with everyone. Expressing herself through bold and vibrant colors, 
Her suggestion and style are always in flux. Inspired by travels, nature, romance, and the human spirit, Rosie makes sure her depiction of women are strong and proud. Her landscapes illustrate the changing seasons in the diverse world that we live in. To find her artwork in the multiple medias you can purchase, visit rosiesherman.pixels.com. Brand new shows, only on Amp2TV. We have All-in-One Insurance. Latin Hustle con Karen. Meta Magazine Show. Pitch 2 Production. The Florida Love Show. The Sixth Borough. Meet the Experts. Reinvented Life. Lights in the Night. And The Hangout. Tune in so you don't miss these amazing new shows. Only on Amp2TV. You've been watching the Brooklyn Cafe Show. Join us each day and after hours as we talk about the hot topics to open the conversations and share a few laughs. Now, back to Dawn and Freddie S.
Baby's coming in 15 minutes. <laughs> That's what they say. He's been a wise guy. 15, 15 minutes. minutes. Yeah, he, he thinks it's like ordering a pizza. <laughs> I remember Michelle walked the hospital for 21 hours. How did they know in 15 minutes is going to be born? She must be at a certain situation. Dilation. There's no such thing. If she's dilated to a certain okay, centimeter, so then, then, you, then begins the process. You don't know 15 minutes. minutes is going to happen. Get out of here. <laughs> I was born at night, but not you, last night. You never know what's going to happen. So more to come with that. Well, I'm glad that Chris asked you that question because I'm thinking 6 o'clock to get here to Miami, but... If it's really dead people in their seats at 6 and it's Miami time at 7, yeah. it's people a little bit more time what to get day down of the to week Miami is it? Friday night. Yeah, you have to leave Thursday night. Metro. <laughs> you got to take try. You got to take you could take line. You could take a plane. Bright it's, line. Well, no, it doesn't matter. Why? You got to leave Thursday night. Why? Well, let me see. The Heat are in the playoffs. The Marlins are playing baseball. Remember that? The You're Marlins, so it took negative. us three hours. What's Miami's the worst to get into. You got to leave very early. Frank, can you write a book about this situation? Frank, back me <laughs> up. The Freds. You, have, <laughs> you, take the day, you take the day off. You have a nice breakfast. You leave. You get down there. You have a nice lunch or an early dinner. And then you go to the event. Otherwise, you're going to miss the event. I mean, do what you want. Miami's dangerous right. on you Friday. Know, Miami Dade is, I think, I think Miami Dade rocks at the list as the top 10 in traffic problems in the United States. I thought Manhattan was better. At least in Manhattan, you can get in and out, trains and stuff like that. But Miami? They've all left. They're here now. You're all there? Everyone yeah. left yeah. New York and they're all here now. Yeah. No, Miami is bad. Miami's uh, tough on a Friday. My sister, Miami for two months. I couldn't wait to get out of there. <laughs> <laughs> wait, it was crazy. We went to see the Mets and Marlins, and we got there in the fourth inning. And I left three hours before. All those bridges, they built that thing in an island. Yeah. <laughs> There's nothing surrounded but bridges. Just get there early. Leave nice and early so you can get there on time, and then you can enjoy it. It's yep. a beautiful school. Have you been? Of course. It is beautiful. The cinema must be new because it's got a different name. When I was there, it was a... Different. I don't remember what it was called back in the day. It's a nice school. It's a nice uh, environment, nice place. Um, it reminds me of NYU. It could, but I've never concrete. been to NYU. <laughs> it is concrete. Concrete. What's happening with Florida Arts Network, gentlemen? Yeah, where are we? Um, okay, so Florida Arts Network right now, we're trying to... We've, we've got a million things that we're trying to get off the ground here. Uh, most of them are centered around funding um, because anybody that, that runs a nonprofit will, will tell you nothing happens without the money, right? And um, so we're, we're, we're looking into getting a fundraiser going. We're looking into um, uh, curriculum that we, can, that we can put together for uh, for teaching, whether it be, you know, online or at schools or, you know, off campus, you know, this, this kind of thing. Um, I've been talking to uh, a few people. For example, I was talking to a photographer friend of mine, and I asked him if he would be willing to teach, uh, a, like, maybe a six-week introductory course uh, for uh, Photoshop. And, or actually GIMP. GIMP is like the free version of Photoshop. It works a lot. It has a lot of the same functionality, but it's it's free. And you know, you might have some kids that just they can't afford you know the hundreds and hundreds of dollars that you need to pay to get Photoshop. So they can learn with GIMP. It's a marketable skill. 
right? They can make money doing it, and then when they have the money, then they can go and get get to Photoshop. Or uh, some, uh, I was talking to a, a director friend of mine, you know, hey, would you be willing to teach video editing? And then uh, I've been talking to a couple of DJs about putting a, a fundraiser together. So these are, these are all different things that, that we've kind of got brewing <laughs> in the pot. We're trying to find a location where we can do a lot of, a lot of this stuff. So yeah, it, it's, it's, it's been a little, a little crazy. We finally got like uh, all our board of directors and all this other good stuff. So. Because you were looking for a movie theater. Yeah. Before you're, that's a different, what you're, something different. Well, that's our, that's our first, that's our preference. Okay. Yeah, we want to, we want to try and get that, that movie theater if we can, if we can get that. If we can't get it, you know, we have to find some other place that has room where we can, you know, maybe teach classes or, you know, have a, uh, do a small premiere for a local filmmaker, you know, this, this kind of thing. There's a place in East Fort Lauderdale where Mama Ali always has her stuff. I can't think, of, and you would know it. It's like a cultural arts center, ArtServe. Oh, yeah, I'm familiar with ArtServe. They might have, because they do yeah. a lot of events, and I think they've got classrooms, and they might be able to have a premiere for you. Okay, yeah. Check I had that out. That's a good idea, because I've been to ArtServe. Check that out. I've I never been, but I just know what comes through here, the events that come through here, a lot of them are through ArtServe. Yeah, we used well, to Florida have meetings Table there. used to have meetings at the ArtServe, because yeah. uh, the, the person now that's sort of the manager in charge of the Savoir used to be the manager at ArtServe. So yeah, and I've known him for, for years. For so they might be able to help you out. Yeah, that's a, that's a good idea. Good idea. Why didn't you think of that? <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to add something to what Richard had said. So we've been talking, and one of the things we want to do with Flow is have our student writers have a pathway to employment in the industry. So yes, you're accomplished now, but when you're in high school, what opportunities did you have? So if we team up with FAN, then I can have guest speakers coming in, not only to talk about this is what an actor likes in a script, this is how a director envisions this and this, but when we go on set, all the young students will be the assistant assistant to the DP, the assistant assistant to hair and makeup, and then mm -hmm. switch around each day so that at the end of everything, not only have they been involved in development of a script that's going to be shot into a film, but they're on set helping get the film made so that they have, like Richard has said, skills to market themselves for possible future employment. Yeah. And well, they can learn the terminology on set because it's like, you know, what's a gaffer? <laughs> you know, the, most people, you, you mentioned gaffer, they, they don't know it's a lighting guy. Yeah, many you know, people we come what's in a here grip, best and boy, tell us, what, we say, what's your skill? And they said, I'm a really good gaffer. Yeah. We had, what, three in the past month? And we said, okay, what well, else you do you do? Know how to, you got to know how to gaff. Yeah. <laughs> you know how to gaff, ready? <laughs> well, you don't want to be in the shot. You, you got to know a little something, something. Yeah. You, know, you can't put it down because it's one I'm not at all, but it's funny. That's what they all tell us they do I, well. I, I think that the, the, the missing ingredient here, guys, is that you got to have an environment that is constantly teaching the, 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 the deal. You know, what I love about what we do is we're constantly, constantly teaching it. And then they'll come in and they'll teach us something and then we'll, we'll share that juice. But it has to be a constant flow yeah. so that people that are making movies and what have you will know, go there and pick up what you need. Mm -hmm. You know, a camera guy, um, an artist, some of the, the pieces, the, the music that they're doing, the music videos and stuff. You come here and you can sort of pick out what you need, models and everything else. 
This is what yeah. the mega chop was telling me. He says, you have like a factory where people could come. Yeah. Voiceovers. Um, you know, some of these kids in here can sound like children. Real lot of for the voiceovers. So you got to create that environment. Yeah. They, they can do the little kid voices. Something like that. <laughs> they pay you or they can be the old man. They, they pay you $20,000 to do that on TV. Yeah. But the funny thing is, is you're right. You sort of back in to a career because you're in an environment where you're going to constantly be training and doing the things that make you good. Yeah, and you said something interesting ju just now where, like, you, you can learn something from some of these people that are, that are coming in. I mean, you're never so old or so experienced that you can't learn something. I, I learned one of my biggest life lessons from one of my sons when he was only six months old. You know, so it's, it, it's, it's, it's crazy, you know. And then once you, once you have this attitude of like, oh, you know, I don't, I don't need to know. Uh, I don't need to hear from this guy. Or I, you know. You're done. You're done. You're done. You're, do you're toast. You're we toast. We learn so much from our crew every day. Yeah. And it's I not just it. production. It's not just editing. That's, that's just the business side of it. But you learn humanity. You, mm -hmm. They learn how to talk to each other, how to interact with each other diversity and inclusion of everyone that's in the studio. Everyone here is unique and they've got different needs and I get to sit back and watch them help each other and yeah. teach each other. Yeah. And when we're out here, it's not even us, it's what they do for each other now. You know, my son is 27, 28 Geo. And we were having a conversation about the movies that we went to on Friday. And we were talking about how you talk to people, not to your phone, not to your fingers, yeah. but how you talk to people. And what our producers, what we're trying to do is trying to expose them to talk more to people. Because in this business, you have a wealth of information, but you have an insight. And you have to be able to spread that love so that people understand it. So here's my 27, 20-year-old kid. When he was 14, he taught me about streaming, taught me how to make a living at this thing. And he's telling me, you know, what they don't understand is how good they have it because you're giving them years of experience. You're telling them, listen, don't do it this way, do it this way, or try this way. You're asking them to meet people. When they get older, they understand what it is. He says, Dad, I wish I knew you when I was 21 there, yeah. because he stayed in school. He says, if, you had, if I had been, I'd be further along in not only doing the things that you guys are doing, but then you have to promote it, you have to display it, you have to explain it. And at that young age, you know, a lot of people look at them and say, oh, this is a, it's like Doogie Hauser in the medical field, right? You're a doctor? I got a kid this older than yeah. you. And do you trust them yeah. with your life? Same thing in the media business. And they're getting younger and younger. But my no, God. we're just getting older and older. No, they're getting younger. But my God, they can come up with things that are just unbelievable. I'm still, I have an idea in the back of my head that I'm going to have you guys come in one day. You're going to put on 3D glasses. And you watch what happens in this place because it can be done. Whereas before, when we started three years ago, people says, are you crazy? You can't do that. Huh. Oh, now you can. It's crazy. I was at a cryptocurrency convention back in August and I saw the future of art in, in the metaverse. It's, it's absolutely insane, the stuff that, that's, that's coming up. It's crazy. Absolutely insane. What you got? Is that a telescopic lens? What you got? You got a picture of my brain? Yeah, I'm taking a picture of everything. Oh my! God. That's a long lens. Are you compensating? No. <laughs> <laughs>
I'm, was I allowed to say that? I'm sorry. I have no filter. You know? That's a good point. You know, it's funny. That camera that's here has a lens that was made just like that lens. Mm -hmm. It was made for stadiums. So when we bought it, these, this lens went right through us. Remember this? We didn't understand lenses because we always mm -hmm. use automatic Well, we venues. bought that pre-COVID when we were heading to Meisner Park. And we were going to do Meisner from the right. back, so we needed a telescopic lens, which is what this camera does. We didn't know the difference between one lens or the other. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, leave, I leave that to the DP, and, you know, I, I don't worry but too when much you're about teaching, any of that stuff. when you're teaching kids on how to use it, that we have to lift this camera to move it back, there's a reason for it. It isn't because we want it. I just didn't want to invest another $600 in a smaller <laughs> lens to move it back. Because these things, they get expensive, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, it's crazy. In, in, in fact, one of the things that, that I tell uh, a lot of uh, indie filmmakers is when you're looking for, for crew, try to find crew that already has their own equipment. Oh, yeah. Because equipment rental... It's crazy. Uh, yeah, renting a, renting a camera can, can run you $3,000 a week, and then that's even without the lenses. So it's like, you know, I'm so, cinematographer I'm so happy you said that, because Freddie buys things that we don't use, because <laughs> I know eventually we're going to use it. Yeah. So there's a sound recorder that Mayor showed me yesterday, which I'm in love with. I want to use it, because I want to be able to do film holding a gaff, you know, having the sound on one side and separating the video from the audio and putting it together, mm -hmm. which in my day, I didn't do that. My son says, this is the way you're supposed to do, but I did it the other way, which is not always convenient. But, but I found a piece of equipment that I may end up buying and it sit on the shelf. Dawn will tell you, we got so much equipment in this place and they don't understand the reason why. Because as the technology gets better, you're going to need these wires to be able to carry it. And those wires are going to get expensive. So a $10 wire now is $100. Yeah. In the future, it's going to be $1,000. But because I bought it, and some of it is still in its, it's original like a forever package. It's stamp. Yeah. <laughs> forever. Stamps are now, what, 63 cents or something crazy? It's, it's, yeah, in, no, it's insane. That's, I, I like email, <laughs> personally. <laughs> I know. We have a whole loft of equipment. And as we rotate crews every season, if they don't go up there, they don't know what we have. So they say, oh, we need this and this. We said, you now you got to go up there and, and find it because we've accumulated so much. Yeah. You don't even know over the weekend they went to do that shoot for the music video. They came in and they took these cameras. And they must have used them with SD cards and came back and put them back. Hmm. Well, we're going to have a little <laughs> chit-chat about that. Camera rentals. <laughs> uh oh Someone just got thrown under the bus. Is it? I was on a shoot. And the camera's still in the back. And I knocked one down here and broke it. That was two grand. I went, we went in a shoot. We didn't tie the sandbag to a camera. It was windy. Now, you would think, right? Come on, now. And we broke that one. Yep. So we've lost $5,000 in cameras. So it isn't that I don't want them to do it. I just want to know who's taking it and who's going to sign their life away if it breaks. So yeah. other than that, I'm good to go. <laughs> good to go. All right, you want to take a commercial break? No, I want to know who took what where. Yes, let's take a commercial break. <laughs> Mom's on the set. Mom's lips are sealed. More don't to come. And they don't tell me nothing. You notice that? 888-994-4995. Was that you that took the camera? Studio A. We'll be right back.
Welcome to Amp2TV, the first and only internet production company that's truly plugged in. When you're looking for a full-service internet radio, TV production company, discover Amp2TV. Amp2TV is a full-service media company that can provide all streaming videos, video studios, radio studios, and television studios. Call us today at 866-224-5422 for no business is too small to grow to be accounted. It's time for your message to be seen. Let Amp2TV help get you there. Stephanie Jaffe is a world-renowned artist who creates one-of-a-kind pieces. Using a keen sense of color and composition, her vibrant collages and mosaics integrate eclectic elements such as vintage keepsakes and fine china with blown glass and fired clay to create whimsical arrangements. For more information about her work, come down to the Brooklyn Cafe TV studio or go to stephaniejaffeart.com. Has someone in your family lost a job recently and now you can't afford your mortgage payment? Or do you have a rental property and your tenants aren't paying you? We can come to the rescue and pay you cash for your home immediately. Yes, sell your home and get cash all over the phone without dealing with real estate agents or having to waste time showing your home to lukewarm buyers. You don't need to lose your house to foreclosure. If you have equity in your home, we'll buy your home and give you cash within days all in a simple over-the-phone and virtual process. Call now before your situation gets worse. Sell a home you can't afford or just need anymore and get the cash you need today. Call this number now. Call 855-348-5925. That's 855-348-5925. Again, 855-348-5925. Tax audits, tax liens, wage garnishments. Every day we hear stories like this about good folks who are simply struggling to pay their bills. Each of them are living a frightening IRS tax nightmare, and they are afraid it will destroy their lives. I'm a divorced single mom, and my ex-husband left me and the kids with a lot of unpaid bills, including unpaid taxes. I was really starting to show my stress on my kids because the IRS had sent me a letter demanding a huge payment from me. I couldn't afford it. So then the IRS was threatening to garnish my wages. I'm already living paycheck to paycheck. That would have put me over the edge financially. It truly seemed hopeless, but then a friend at work told her to call the tax relief line. The people at the tax relief line, they told me about something called innocent spouse relief. They worked it out so that all of the taxes from my ex are not my problem. I don't know how that works and, and I don't care. All I care about is that I don't owe the IRS a dime and they are not going to take my paycheck. Even if it seems hopeless, you should call the number on your screen right now. There is absolutely no cost for the call or the consultation. You are under no obligation. If you are worried that the IRS could garnish your wages, seize your assets, even take your home, call us right now. The tax relief line is here to help you. Now you have a knowledgeable, professional team of tax experts that are ready to negotiate with the IRS and fight for you to save you money. The tax relief line's professionals have successfully negotiated thousands of cases, reducing and sometimes even eliminating the tax debt for their clients. It's very easy to get started. Simply call the number on your screen right now. You don't have to live in fear anymore. The call and the consultation are free.
If you served in the Marine Corps, by now you know about the contaminated water problem at Camp Lejeune. If you were stationed or worked at Camp Lejeune from 1953 to 1987, you probably have a lot of questions. We have some answers. You could be entitled to compensation. Billions of dollars are being allocated to pay for damages to anyone stationed at Camp Lejeune during that time. Unfortunately, it appears that officials may have known the contaminated water problem existed and did little to protect their men. The Semper Fi Code was not honored. If you or someone in your family has developed a serious illness, including various forms of cancer, call this Camp Lejeune legal support line right now. You can't turn back the clock and change what happened, but you can certainly call right now and learn your rights as a Marine. Here's the number. Call 855-993-2180. That's 855-993-2180. Again, 855-993-2180. Come on down to the Brooklyn Cafe and enjoy our delicious 100% Arabica organic coffee. You can also tune into the Brooklyn Cafe show and have the chance to win a free bag. For more information on how to get your own bag, check us out at thebrooklyncafe.tv. Do you enjoy watching the Brooklyn Cafe show? Well, now you can represent your admiration with our merchandise. We have amazing t-shirts in a variety of sizes for you and your friends. Shop now at brooklyncafe.tv slash shop. Hey, Kaylee, what's up? Hey, nothing, what's up? Uh, nothing, just looking for music for a group that I listen to while we're in the car. What's wrong with listen to now? Uh... uh let's just say we have different tastes, you know? Why don't you try to listen to a podcast on Spotify? Um, like which one? The Broken Cafe Studio one is really good. Uh, okay, I'll try that one out, thanks. It's lunchtime and the Brooklyn Cafe is open for business. Live from the Amp Media Studios, Dawn and Freddie S. and their team are ready to serve up a huge portion of fun for lunch with friends and neighbors. So let's break open that lunch pail and unwrap that sandwich you brought. And take You've been watching the Brooklyn Cafe Show. Join us each day and after hours as we talk about the hot topics to open the conversations and share a few laughs. Now... Back to Dawn and Freddie S. I'm on the air, yes. I'm letting the world know Juliana is in the house. Congratulations. Woo-hoo! Yeah. Yeah. That's right. I need video now. Video at five. First granddaughter. <laughs> is it a girl? She, a girl. It's a girl. It's a girl. I was wrong. You were wrong. I, I was thought right. I was going to be right. No. Juliana's in the house. All right, congratulations, How's buddy. everyone feeling? Everybody's good? Everybody's good. Fantastic. All right, I'll call you after the show. Enjoy. All right. Wow. <laughs> there you have it. There you have it. Now we smile. Well, maybe I can sleep tonight. All right, good. <laughs> good stuff. Once a parent and a grandparent, you never sleep right again. Well, you know, you know, in, 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 in our day, some... I, hear I guess about. we got breaking news. More than Juliana. Hey, sorry to interrupt. 
but we have some breaking news over here. So, Mike the Money Coach. <laughs> That's my button. I guess uh, you didn't know this was coming. We got some other breaking news, and Katie Zivoli has been with us for a year as one of the Brooklyn Cafe show's most amazing producers, editor of our newsletter. She works on our website. She runs our morning show every day, and today is her last official day with us, and we love you. We miss you already. You always have a home with us. So. So the breaking news is on you. We certainly wouldn't be where we are without everything that you've done for us, including that eh, buzzer. It's going to be called the Katie buzzer from now on. <laughs> yep. So thank, thank you, you for much. all that you do. Thank you. What are you doing next? I'm going to Disney World now. Really, what are you doing next? <laughs> um, I'm going to go to class, and then <laughs> I'm going to go home, and then um, we'll go from there. Oh, I am moving into a new apartment, but not yet. But going to pursue a career in journalism. Mm -hmm. Yep. All right, script writers, magazine writers. You had a room full of people that can use your skills. Yep. So don't forget us. And Katie is uh, sugar is her middle name. It's in my blood. Enjoy. <laughs> That's what my mom says. <laughs> Josh and Mayor kind of figured out what to get for you, so you can thank them. I will. I will. Thank All you right. very Thank much you for, for the. <laughs> I might. I might. <laughs> and now, on with your breaking news. What do we have? On with the breaking news. <laughs> <laughs> I got you. Got you. Caught me off guard. Um, today at 4 p.m., we have Mike the Money Coach here in the studio. So tune in at that time. And. Okay. Well, I guess I'm going to remind you again that um, before that, it's the Metal Lifestyle Show with Karina Felix. So just keep at 3 o'clock. Yeah, just keep on, keep on coming back to the show. So keep on yeah, watching. Back to you guys. Keep on watching. More and more content coming out of the studio. I know. Mike the Money Man. Mike the Money Coach. I'm glad he's doing it today because you know what today is? It's Tuesday. No. Tax day. Tax day. Tax day. For those of you that oh, have yeah. that file file. Something, just file something, even if it's an extension, just do something. I just remember if you file an extension at the end of the game, you owe money, you had to pay interest starting from midnight tonight until the day you pay it. Don't get mad if you do what you got to do. I read from Asian on blog that 40% of the population has what they call negative returns. In other words, they didn't pay taxes all year and they're still going to refund. How's that? I don't know. They have to be below I a certain don't, level, I, I guess? Don't, I don't know. I was shocked when I read it, but apparently it's true. So, 40%? I don't know. You know what happened it's in Florida is we got the extension from last year, from 21 to October, and then till February because of the hurricane that hit the west coast of Florida. So some people, like me, didn't file 21 until February. And then yesterday came along and Chuck says, what do you mean we have to file 22 by tomorrow? I'm like, we gotta file 22 by tomorrow. So just don't get caught up in that, but you gotta do what you gotta do. And I gotta tell you something, if anybody out there knows about house homeowner insurance, call me. It's going up. I cannot believe what is happening with that racket. 
It's going up. I think I saw another 10%. I can't afford to pay what they want. You got to move. I'm going to put a penny in the, in the, in the, in the breaker because I can't afford it. I, I'm telling you right now, this is crazy. So what happens if they throw this on you and you can't afford it? What, what do you do? You, you fall behind? I think you get citizens. Citizens? Okay, if I could. You go into the insurance pool. It, yeah, I think this is citizens. It is ridiculous what they're doing. Unheard of, uncharted territory from what I've seen. This is nuts. I don't know, so everything's going up. Going up. See gas? Took me 45 minutes to get a tank of gas. Did you read there. Frank's book? <laughs> All right, let me ask you a just question. Just got full let's, circle here. Let's I don't know how you knew let's what gas to this was going to cost when you wrote that book. Is all I, I, I don't, I don't you. get you. Don't you have any good news? <laughs> yes, the end of the book is very good. Yeah, there's, there's good news coming. Oh, good news. you got to go through the bad news first. But you got to have faith. I'm not going to have any money for gas. I'm not going to have any money for house insurance. I'm not going to have a house pretty soon. And then you can't sleep on the beach anymore. It's illegal. Illegal. You don't want to sleep on the beach. Did you see the seaweed mess in Fort Lauderdale? Apparently, there's just a mound of seaweed that oh. washed up. It's Yikes. a mess. Where did that? Uh, seaweed... Did you read Frank's book? <laughs> it's in there too. The seaweed is in there too. The Gulf Stream's in there. It's all in there. The mess in Central Florida that we just had. I don't want to say. I don't even know how you knew that mess was going to be there. I'm telling you. I don't know how this man. Knows. Well, we know how he knows, but it's amazing. You gotta read it. All of Frank's books can be found in the <laughs> lobby. If you want one, come get it. <laughs> yeah. Right. But imagine <laughs> having like a little microcosm into what's gonna happen next. I don't you know if know. I want to have a microcosm. Why? This is gonna give me a micro heart attack. It's not bad. It ain't good. If you are chosen and you have faith, then you're in. Or good you're shape. chosen and have faith. Mm. What's the problem? You're just negative. No, I'm not negative. It's Negativity. <laughs> wow. Thank you but for sharing, Frank. It's all in Frank's book. Really appreciate it. What year did you write this one? Uh, the one you just read? Yeah. 2010? 2010. I know. So it's the writing on the walls. I know. I'm going to read the next one, Xantha Terrace. Let's go back to making movies. I don't want to go down this road. <laughs> so, so what's happening with the movie-making piece of your books? Where are we with that? Well, we're working on Stuck in Traffic. Yeah. Uh, we, we, we met with LJ, um, and we had like a little pre-production meeting, and we, we talked about, you know, some of, you know, like what our expectations are and, you know, what... The, the path that we want to take. And, and he's, he's in the middle of another project right now, but as soon as he gets back, we're going we're gonna to sit down and start talking about, you know, scenes, locations, all, all that kind and of then stuff. We, and then uh, we, Tanya. Yeah. That was a, that was, yeah, that, a, that, 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 was, that, that was a weird story right there. Yeah. Yeah, this, this, other, this other woman, uh, Tanya, um, Tanya Aiken, uh, she's a filmmaker. She lives up in in Atlanta, and she con she wound up contacting she contacted Frank? me. Yeah, and said uh, uh, we weren't fr we weren't friends on Facebook. She contacted me. She sent me a message and said uh, I need to talk to you about a screenplay that I received from 
Rose Warner, and Rose Warner was the person that I finished her screenplay. And she was at before, right before she died. So I, so I called, I contacted Richard, and I said, do you know this Tanya Aikman? And he goes, no, not really, I don't remember. I said, well, she contacted me on Facebook and said she wants to talk to me about a screenplay she got from Rose Warner. And then that's when I, I was like, oh, yeah, because I hadn't, I hadn't spoken to, to Tanya in, in, in years. And, and so I was, I was like, yeah, say, yeah, 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 she's, she's legit. Rose plays out from the grave is what right, I'm thinking that's you're going to tell was saying. me I said, next. wait a minute, how does, you know, <laughs> she's been, you know, she's, she's been passed quite a while. So when I contacted her, same screenplay. Yeah, stuck in traffic. So what happened? Well, well, we're 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 uh, trying to see if we can uh, put uh, get a little Zoom meeting, Zoom meeting going for she's tomorrow. In, she's now in Atlanta. She called me from the airport in Tennessee that she was flying to Atlanta, and I put Richard in contact with her at the airport, and now she's up in Atlanta. So now we got a Zoom meeting with her in the next couple of days because she has a place in Atlanta where they're she's going to be producing films. It's a, like a big studio. She sent yeah. me a little. Yeah, zoom, she, zoom of the with the things, and she wants to do the movie. Yeah, and and she told me, I, I can I can get you funding. I can get you funding. So I'm like, all right, yeah, all right, let's see. <laughs> you know, you know like they say, the, the proof is, is the in funding. the pudding. But that's, that's, the key that's the unbelievable. I would have been uh, get into my car. Let's go. I would have just gone up there. I know it's 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 <laughs> crazy, but this, crazy. this just kind of came out of the blue. This, 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 like, that's when it gets like, done. Two hours ago, this happened. Like. Yeah. yeah. If you plan it for 20 years, it doesn't happen. But out of the blue, boom, yeah. right in the car, you got to go. I, I know. Go figure. 10-hour drive to Atlanta. You can be there by now. Yeah, you could be there by tonight for dinner. I, I mean, I'm just saying. I would definitely. And she makes movies, so she's got the studio and everything. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And, and I think but Rose. But how did she get the screenplay? Rose had, pro had approached her in 2017. Oh, okay. So and she's had this mind. screenplay since 2017, and she says she keeps every once in a while. At back of her mind, she sits there and goes, "I got to do this movie. I got to do this movie. I got to do this movie." And how'd she find you guys? She saw my post on Facebook. Just randomly. Yep. Hmm. Yeah. Just randomly. I can't believe you guys are still sitting here. I'm being my you car so fast. You know, you're right. Let's, let's <laughs> 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 you might be in Atlanta before he gets back to Miami. I, I, <laughs> true that. That's true. That's true. Let's yeah, it'd take, it would take less time. You know that yeah. math, the math equation? Two cars leave from point A at the same time. One goes south, one goes north. How fast did they go? I, 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 got, north. Them, I got them my SATs, and I wrote, who cares? <laughs> <laughs> Never eat sake waffles, as Josh would say. Yeah, that too. But who cares? Um, now, what a great opportunity. That is, yeah. that's fantastic news. Yeah. Now, I, want, I wanted to ask, when you have a big studio, right? You got a 20,000 square foot studio, and it has green and white and black, which are usually the basic colors on the walls, whether it's curtains or paint or whatever, mm -hmm. and they stretch it on the floor. When you have that kind of structure, how, what do you have to fill it with to make movies? Well... I, it, that depends on that depends on the movie, right? It depends on uh, the type of location. Can you duplicate that location in the studio? Uh, how 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 many actors do you need? Are you using background actors? You know how many how many are you gonna have there? Uh, it it'll determine whether you're using a one, two, or three camera setup. Uh, lighting, all, all that stuff. So it, it's it's going to be specific to. The, the script. So if I show like a house, right? And then inside the house, we're gonna have dialogue inside the house. 
I can build that in studio, even yeah. though I show the picture, right? Yeah. It could be, right? I, yeah. I, I have an idea. So if you I look at the old I Love Lucy set. Yeah, that uh, was simple. I mean, that was, that was, that all, was, all, cardboard. That was all a studio, yeah. yeah that was was a, there wasn't studio. anything real on that set. There was only three, three, I think there was only three separate sets that they filmed on. Yeah, the kitchen, the living room, and the bedroom. Yeah. Home Alone was all studio set. Film Home Alone. Really? And then you had the Mertzes. No, Sanford and Son was the best. That was one set. Elizabeth. I was on Elizabeth. <laughs> I used to love that show. But what a great opportunity. It yeah. is. I'm still wondering, why are you sitting here? <laughs> well, I mean, you know, there are some logistics that we have to work out. You know, like, uh, how, are we, are we going to be filming in Atlanta? Are we going to yes. be filming down here? Are we going to yes. be filming in both places? Yes. So we have to we have There to is no logistics. Yeah. You see, you back into it. Because if she said the key words to get you funding, then work it backwards. Go up, you set it up, you sit there, you sit there, you sit there, and then when you come back is well, when you're going to figure out how you to know, you hear, You can hear that, you know, oh, yeah, I can get you funding, and then hope that that becomes a reality. So, but there are things that you, you need to do before you can get the funding. Do you know what, the, what your budget is for this? Have you broken down what you need? No, not, not yet. Not yet. We, I, I'd like to see if we can find uh, a line producer that can, that can put a budget together for us. I actually know somebody that I'm thinking of, of, of approaching him. He's out in, uh, out in L.A. But, um, yeah, I, because, it, you know, there's, there's a couple of different budgets, right? There's the budget, the minimum budget that you can make the film with, and then there's the wish list budget, you know, which, which could be like, you know, sure. anywhere between, you know, like, 300% of, you know, what you can do it for. So, yeah, so that's a lot of things that we need to work out before we uh, head on up to Atlanta. See, that's why I never make a movie. Because somebody says, uh, I want to, I'll be out there so fast. Before they hang up the phone, I'll be at the door knocking. And we haven't, we haven't really determined if it's going to be a full-length movie. Is it going to be a series? Yeah, and then you know we still we're still in discussion with uh, LJ on on this whole thing and what he's going to do for us. But so all of that can be sorted out later. <laughs> if somebody reaches out to you from Atlanta, I mean, think about this. What are the chances of somebody saying, "Hey, I got this script. You got this script. Let's meet." What are the chances? I would have been there so fast as the, <laughs> the wind of me running up there, the suction would take you with me. And then... It's like drafting, you know, And then NASCAR. you decide, okay, is this real? Is it Memorex? Is it this? Is it that? Because there's a lot of things you have to decipher. Yeah. I, I'm a firm believer that I do, and then I worry about it later. And she'll tell you. She's always... And I'm the opposite. I, I don't... Well, we it, may end up in Atlanta, but... Yeah. I'm going to drive you up. We're going after the show. Yeah. <laughs> You're going to stop in Tampa because, first? Well, see, here, here's the other thing that we need to think about is that we are the Florida Arts Network. I understand. And so we want to try and, and do as much as we can here in Florida as well. I mean, it's a great location for filming. It is. You know, the, the only problem is we don't have the kind of incentives that Atlanta has. Right? We have local, like Broward County has their own incentives. Um, so... We need to kind of work all this. This is why pre-production can take six to nine months, you know, before the, you, you film your, your first scene. But if you need a beach scene and you're in Atlanta, 
Can't you just do a beach scene down here, have somebody film it and send it up to you? Well, that's what they usually do. Yeah, uh, CSI I Miami CSI. is filmed out in L.A. You know, they just, they just do, like, establishing shots and stuff like that. And there's Drone so much B-roll out there. You ever seen Nightcrawler? <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're going to take a commercial break. When we come back, we got to give Katie a slicer, some plates, so all of our guests can partake in the cake. A what? A, a slicer? slicer? Is that what it's called? A slicer? What do you call or it? Or did you make it up? I never heard of that. Not cuchilla is what we call it. A cake slicer or a knife? Oh, this way we can yeah. serve all the guests before the show's oh, over. Yeah. More to come if we wish Katie good luck on her next set of endeavors. Stay tuned, and we'll be right back. Known for his Art Deco Cubist style and compositions with dancing saturated color, Ken Bieberman has lived and breathed art his whole life. From the early 80s, he's influenced the Art Deco district of Miami Beach. Featured in numerous restoration projects, hotels, galleries, and clubs, Bieberman creates for everyday folks and celebrity clientele. He's also the proprietor of Art Repro, a gicle and scanning company in Pompano Beach. When it comes to scanning high resolution, size is not an issue. Professionally scanning art up to 10 feet and 64 inches in width, Art Repro utilizes state-of-the-art equipment. On quality canvas or paper, archival ink and printing mediums are put to use. Art Repro ensures colors are true and every nuance of the art is captured, including the canvas weave. Perfection is the priority. Contact artist Ken Bieberman today at 954-547-0095 or visit his website www.artrepro.net. Being a successful woman in business means having the courage to own who you are. We understand the challenges faced by women and we are here to help. Our team is here to develop the best strategy designed just for you. Your path is unique and with the right tools you can accomplish your dream. From radio to TV, from podcasting to magazines, we create the visibility to amplify your impact in business. At New Dawn Media, we are here to help bring your message forward and help your business flourish. It is time for your message to be seen and your voice to be heard. Contact us at 866-224-5422 or brooklyncafe.tv. Your voice can make a difference. Le Sorelle Restaurant, home of the authentic Italian tradition, offers a large menu that consists of seafood, steak, homemade pasta, brick oven pizza, and homemade desserts including a wide wine selection. We also have the best bar in Boca Raton with delicious cocktails, homemade limoncello, cappuccino, Italian espresso, brandy, and other specialties, open every day with a lunch and dinner menu. For more information or to make a reservation, contact lesorellerestaurant.com or call 561-235-5301. There is no way to ignore it. You hear it on the news, online, from your friends and family. 
What happened to my money? Whether it got hit by falling stocks and bonds with the coronavirus, shrunk by a floundering 401k with low interest rates, and is riding the extreme ups and downs of the stock market with political elections. Many Americans are worried about their money and how they're going to retire. Help protect your financial future now and call J.D. Melberg for your complimentary book from a leading financial firm that shows you ways not to run out of money whether the market goes up or down. This free book reveals little-known truths about annuity strategies in simple-to-understand terms that can protect your money for a lifetime. As a bonus, we'll also throw in a free annuity rate report summarizing the rates and benefits of annuities from hundreds of top-rated insurers, helping you to find ways to get up to 33% more income in retirement. That's right. Two books both absolutely free for calling J.D. Melberg. Help protect your financial future. Call 877-643-3015. Are you compromising your medical care for doctors out of your network? Are you tired of dealing with referrals to see a specialist? Are you aware that you can save up to $155 a month on your Medicare premiums? You need an all-in-one benefits company that can help with all of your Medicare plan needs. Call today, All-in-One Benefits Group at 954-614-5488. We're here to find an all-in-one plan for you, 954-614-5488. Call today for open enrollment. Do you have an idea for a show or a podcast? Do you want the opportunity to be on TV? Ant Media Productions is partnered with True Oldies Real Radio Station and powered by many online platforms such as Roku, Facebook, YouTube, and even Amazon Fire to help amplify your impact. Do you want your voice to reach a wide audience? Call us today at 866-224-5422. South Florida's Good Time Oldies. Now, Boca and Delray Beach have their own oldie station. Catch us on 95.3 FM. It's the greatest rock and roll hits of the 60s and 70s. Let's on South Florida's Good Time Oldies, 95.3 FM. You've been watching the Brooklyn Cafe Show. Join us each day and after hours as we talk about the hot topics to open the conversations and share a few laughs. Now, back to Dawn and Freddie S. I want to talk about, but I didn't. <laughs> it was a press release. That was the press release for the event on April 21st, which is what we talked about with Flo. On Friday? So give it up again. I got to move the duck. So it's a good thing we've got pink cake, so we can celebrate Juliana as well as Katie. It's like a two-fold celebration. See she that? Did. It was unintentional. Was it a coincidence again? One in, one out. <laughs> <laughs> one in, one out. That's interesting. This is the team, team actors, teen actors team with local production company to tackle health disparities in educational PSA forms. It is Flow Film Showcase. University of Miami, Bill Cosford Theater, and Carl Gables, Friday, April 21st at 6 p.m. But if you get there a little late, apparently it's going to start a little late. They want someone to make sure everyone gets there on a Friday evening. Check this out. Very cool. Check it out. And also, Frank's books are it? here. I don't know if I want to read it. It's kind of scary. I don't know why you think it's scary. 
Because you don't, all week you've been talking about, mm, mm. It's like a portal to the angels is all I can tell you. For someone if, who just had a granddaughter. You should be positive. I got to tell you something, that, that, that I just had a granddaughter scares me even more. Why? Because you be I know happy. the shape the world is in. But maybe yeah. she's going to be the chosen one to save the world. Oh, you do, me. You never okay. know. You never know. You never but know. But I'm a betting man, and I wouldn't put bet on that. But you never know. Positivity. Okay. <laughs> Frank, what's next? As he's eating. He's eating his cake. The next book is. The next book is the final comp, the final chapter of that sci-fi thriller. That's going to be the next book. Samuel of Sarah. Oh. That one I might be scared of. This one not so much. I, I'm gonna say nothing. This no. one we're still in hope and faith, and we still have the guardian angels. Always, Back you have to, to always again. believe. You have to always believe. I say nothing. I, you know, I, I have to admit that some of the people, some we have some new artists that have come in with yeah. some new artworks and everything else that sort of surround that realm, and, um, and we've had people who have been touched by exactly what you're talking about. So I, yeah, I mean, I make fun of it, but maybe I make fun of it because I'm sort of scared of it. Listen, I always say to you, God would not have brought us this far for us not to be here for a reason. And then I read it in Frank's book again. God would not have brought us to where we are right now if there wasn't a chosen path for us to be on. I think the difference is that your vocabulary is so much superior to mine that you see words that I don't even recognize. When you read, I noticed that you were reading to yourself the other day. I, I couldn't even understand a word you were saying. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Trust me, you can yeah, do it. I can. I maybe, so. maybe we'll get Frank to do it in an audio book as well. That would be spectacular. We talked about it. Do you he have to have it's different very voices? It's expensive and it takes a lot of time and money. Yeah, Arthur did a voiceover for it. Yeah? His voice is soothing. But we can have different producers do different parts of the book. All of a sudden, if you sit in there long enough, you can get through it. It may take a month or two, but you could do it. That's not bad. Think about it. It's like Yoko Ono. Next project. Have you seen the new Beatles movie that just came out? No. No. May we were Peng. there Friday. Anyone know May Peng? I never knew who May Peng was. Mm -mm. No. She was the... Girlfriend. Lover, girlfriend of John Lennon. The third leg of John Lennon. With Yoko Ono's blessing. Everyone's Interesting. Face. And it's all her perspective, her and Julian. It's all their perspective of the story. Okay, sure that's interesting. Really I'm interesting, sure Yoko right? is, is teeing up the lawsuits because they didn't paint the her The voices in my head are just so thinking so many movie, crazy things she right was, now. <laughs> she, May Pang was the assistant of John Lennon and Yoko Ono, their private assistant. And at some point they started having marital issues and Yoko said, could Take them? Yeah, pretty much. Go take, take him, him and, and I'll make go him happy, and I'm going to go live my life. But she never painted Yoko in a negative light. She didn't say. She said they were friends. She never said anything negative about the woman, even though we all know she was a couple of French fries short of a happy meal. Yeah. <laughs> well, you got to see yeah. the age difference. Yoko Ono's 90, and this woman in the movie was so not not 90. So there's a huge age difference as well between the two women. It was probably a 10-year difference because I think he was 30 at the time, 31, and she was 20. Well, I didn't uh, come sharing to is caring, you know. Well, I didn't, what I didn't understand, I never knew, was that uh, Paul McCartney and Leonard decided to collaborate on some music together. 
um, towards the end of his life, and they were doing more and more of it. Um, I, I like to be a fly on the wall. You know, their breakup took 14 years, was it, to sign all those documents? The Beatles. And then John Lennon did not sign. He came to Florida. It all comes back to Florida. And he says, They're gonna, I'm going to sign this on my terms. So something was going on between the guys. Yeah. So he signed it here and sent it back up. That's when the Beatles officially broke apart. But interesting perspective. But I had never hmm. heard of her, and I just figured it was... But you had neither. I didn't know who the hell she was. And then they asked if you had a story. Do you know? And there was a guy in there. I think he knew her. <laughs> he was telling us all this stuff on this. You know, they, they, they had him talk with a microphone before the movie started. I was shocked. I had no idea of what I walked into. I thought I was seeing the Beatles and John Lennon. I know about the killing because we worked in the building with my father. Um, but I didn't know what was going on. I never knew that this whole treesome triangle thing was going on. They didn't say it was a triangle, though. Well, they didn't, but they did. Because Yoko would have said, oh, we ain't having no more of that. Would have been, she said, with my blessings, take him. I'll get him later it's when he's It's called The Lost him. Weekend, so interesting perspective. Yeah, yeah. You liked it, G-Man? Yeah. You never know. It was, uh, it was um, interesting. And what was really interesting was the people that we met there. Lady says, I love South Florida oldies. I love the music. And then these talk shows come up. <laughs> I turn off I the shut radio. Shut it up. <laughs> I said, What are you talking about? That's me. I actually got to find your card and we got to call her and bring her she in. She said, That's you? Yes. Oh, I would never turn it off again. No. <laughs> it's all about the movie business. Bring it back to Florida. Bring the music back to yeah. Yes. It's true. Yeah, bring it back. Uh, Frank, where do we get your books? Right here. Oh, you can get them right at the studio, 2400 Northwest. Booker's own Boulevard or on Amazon, or you can contact me by email, frankarofolo at gmail.com. And if you want to get a book today, he's here. He can sign it to you. And he has so many different books that if you have a question about the rest of your life, <laughs> he'll tell you which one to read. Pretty much true. Because I got to live with this one every day telling me, oh, you got to read this, and you read it. You got to read it. By the time I finish, I'm like, I. You got to read it. I mean, Gabriel's Chalice, it's Gabriel's Chalice, like we talk about all the time, and the angels and faith and everything that happens in the studio. And you would never be in life where you are if you're not supposed to be exactly right there. You know, it's funny. I have one of your books in my house. I have no idea which one it is, but there's one there. So every time I watch the movie Armageddon, I put that <laughs> right by the TV. <laughs> Josh is just looking at you like, really? Let me get it. That's a good one. Bravo. You like that? I got, I got Josh approval. Pop up, it's good. I'm going to tell you, but I'm not kidding you. Because <laughs> <laughs> what is wrong with you? <laughs> Frank, I'm going to I must have seen that movie a hundred times. It's all going to be okay. Going. What? It's all going to be okay. Yeah. It's all going to be okay. Well, congratulations to you and the Thank entire you. Santori family. And what's... Her last name, her maiden name. I'm sorry? Sabrina's. I know Sabrina. And Sabrina and to your family as well. Congratulations on the new baby girl. Thank she you. have a lifetime of blessings, love, and happiness truly from our heart. Only goodness for all of you. And just Amen. a prediction that Dawn will be a grandmother before the year is over. Or what at least year? the news of, of this year. Oh, okay. Well, that's one thing I do not know about. All I'm saying is I do. best of health and I luck do. and Frank, happiness Frank's to all of you. Told me. <laughs> yeah. 
Juliet, it's in his next book. <laughs> Juliana, Joey, and Gio. The three J's, the flying Gualindas. Amazing. You remember the Gualindas? Yeah. The flying Gualindas. Katie, yeah. thank you so much for all that you have done and continue to do for us. You always have a home here. Don't be a stranger. We are always here. And we hope you come back soon, just like Teddy did when she left. And she's back. So we yeah, hope we not, see you again soon. It's not goodbye. It's we'll see you soon. And Richard, Frank, and Chris, as always, thank you guys for what you do. Check out Friday night if you are in Coral Gables or you want to head down there to a film festival. G-Man can't go because he's working here. Uh, we will get you all that information on Flow, Flor Future Leaders of the World. I love the acronym. That's right. And if you have a bus or something going up to Atlanta, let us know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if you have a sandwich on the bus, we'd like to hit you right. A space yeah. shuttle. We will make it worth your while. Yeah. Have a great day, everyone. Tune in today. Metal Lifestyle Magazine show coming to you at 3 o'clock. And Mike, the money coach at 4.30. It is tax day. File your extension. File your taxes. Pay. Do whatever you have to do or get your refund. We'll see you in a little bit. Don't stick your head in the sand thinking you don't have to pay taxes. <laughs> We'll see you tomorrow. Don't be late. Bye-bye. Well, that's about it for today. Even though the show's over, the Broken Cafe is always open for business. You're invited to join the fun every day from 12 to 2. If you missed some of the last from today, Dawn and Freddie S. will bring you more good cheer next time. You can follow The Brooklyn Cafe on Facebook at The Brooklyn Cafe TV to rewatch every minute of the show. We'll see you next time. <laughs>